Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, and we're coming to you live, prime time on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions. They have resources that make sense. Well, you are a small business out there. I guarantee you listen to me right now. And you are dealing with things like marketing, communications, and cutting operational costs. So you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 858-251-4640 and get with my really good friend, Donna Illisic, CEO of Moda Business Solutions, because she's got a smorgasbord of best of breed benefits and vendors that are standing at the ready to help you with your small business come up out of these ashes like a phoenix back into the fray of small business community, well and profitable. To contact Business Buzz, you can call us at toll-free, 877-3-NOWBUZ, or get in touch with me on my show host webpage, which is businessbuzz, that's spelled B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S-B-U-Z-Z.com, and leave me a comment or just want to get something off your chest, tell me about your small business or if you'd like to be a guest on my show. Well, shout out to our philanthropic charity up there in the wonderful city of Spokane, Cookies to Cops. Chaplain Joseph Havens put that together many, many months ago, and he's handing out dozens and dozens and dozens of cookies to your first responders, your men and women in blue who defend your businesses day in, day out. You need to get with Cookies to Cops, T-O-C-O-P-S, and tell them how you can be a part of your community and supporting your men and women in blue today. Well, shout out to one of our advertisers, letip.com. They're the biggest B2B networking organization in the United States, 4,500 companies strong, 220 chapters. Kim Marie Branch, unbelievable lady. She puts on these events all over America to help you get more leads in your business. So you need to get with Letip, L-E-T-I-P.com today and find out how you can become a part of her world. Well, I'll tell you, I have the sad duty of informing you, my audience, of the passing of the founder and the incredible visionary of Voice America, now over 22 years ago, Jeff Spinard, my good buddy, my BBB, my best buddy in business, passed away in a Phoenix hospital on the 15th of November. I'll tell you, there's few me people that I can count on one hand that I can call my friend. Jeff was certainly that. All of you out there who knew him, let me tell you something. He was a great man that's passed from this world. It's going to be huge shoes to fill at Voice America. In fact, I've got the senior executive producer, Ryan Treasure, running my show today. So if you're out there today and you knew Jeff and you want to give a little bit of a sentiment, would you do me a favor right now and 
get to your computer and pull up R-Y-A-N, R-Y-A-N at voiceamerica.com and send Ryan an email today telling him just how much you remember Jeff Spinard because I'll tell you something, this is something of a loss for Voice America and me personally. And I know Ryan and all the engineers and the staff over at Voice America would appreciate hearing from you. Well, this show today is an incredible show. I've wanted to do this show really ever since the pandemic happened because as you know, in a lot of ways, I'm involved in that Hollywood space. And I've been very, very concerned about the SAG actors and actors, producers, directors, that have had to deal with this shutdown and shut out from their audiences all these many months. So I'm joined today by an incredibly gifted actor in Hollywood, Hovanas Babakanyan, honored actor of Armenia. He's an Armenian American actor and singer. He's a SAG after and theatrical union member. He's received four gold medals, including the Woodrow Wilson gold medal. He's won in multiple international film and theatrical festivals and has been recognized by members of the U.S. Congress, such as Laura Friedman, Eric Garcetti, Adam Schiff, and Mike Gatto. In 2017, Hovannis received the Golden Microphone Achievement Award from Lucky Strike Film Festival in Beverly Hills as a best singer. Hovannis was born on July the 1st, 19. 1968 in Vavan Media. He graduated from high school in 1984 and studied in the Varian State Institute of Theater and Cinematography, Remote Public University of Arts in Moscow, Fine Arts, Kamita State Conservatory of Iran singing. During his study in 1984, he joined the Varan State Drama Theater. He's been an actor on stage, folks. Unbelievable roles he's played for 30 years, and he is mentored by Armin Kadakian Ovans Bagandina played about 250 roles in theater movies. And on March 27, 2006, on the occasion of International Theater Day, Ovanis was awarded the title of Honored Actor of the Republic of Armenia by the president of his country. Now he lives in Los Angeles, California, and living in the USA, he's received many different awards from Armenian and American governments. He's a star in the Hollywood space. Ovanis, welcome to Business Buzz. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> Hovannis, it's amazing to have you on my show today. So happy that you're with me. Let me tell you something. I've been deeply concerned about what's happened in the SAG community ever since the pandemic. Obviously, you have lived it, okay? And that's the reason why I wanted to have you on the show. What did you see as the major differences pre-March of 2020 and post-March of 2020 in your world? Yeah. So... Before COVID, I had uh, many more uh, projects and plans uh, that were on the way. Uh, um, some of them were canceled just because of COVID. The biggest event was canceled. That was the opening night in Hanover, Germany. I had to play uh, my one-man show, I and I. Uh, on opening night of uh, International Theatrical Festival. So, but unfortunately, the show was canceled because uh, it's unbelievable. The, the, the show was uh, planned for March 27th. And as you know, March 20, 22nd, right, was uh, everything closed and uh, Pandemic became, and thank God we we uh, 
we had the chance to uh, to not be charged those cancellation fees. Yeah, and the, the biggest one and the first one was my one-man show, which was canceled. Then uh, some of my theater projects in Glendale were canceled. In uh, North Hollywood also, I had some uh, theatrical project was like, like show, yeah. And about movies, about Sagaftra. Uh, one of my largest projects was also not canceled, but on hold. Um, that uh, about um, that's a movie called Sayatnova, which is about Armenian uh, poet and songwriter of 18th century. That was, uh, I mean, that is a beautiful love story, but also was uh, kind. Yeah. It, it was postponed. Huh? Uh, I can I can uh, I can tell a lot of uh, I mean about many 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 projects. I can talk about them, but let's go uh, to the positive way. <laughs> yeah, Hovatis. I mean, obviously, you know, we have two basically common denominators that happened during this pandemic. It seems like anything that had to do with people getting together or anything that had to do with people having fun basically got eliminated, right? Okay. And that's a big piece of the Hollywood issue. Now, SAG has been somewhat of a savior for you. Has it not during this time? Tell us about that. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, the, the, the biggest help I, I received from SAC, that's my protection. They're protecting us. Um, and, uh, the most obvious protection at this point, because we all had some financial hardship, etc. that residual, if you're a SAC member, you get your residuals. Because of COVID, um, as I said, some of my projects were canceled or extended, but residuals were coming all the time. Now we have an option to uh, get your residual just by direct deposit even. I mean, you don't have to go there. You don't have to wait for the for the check, etc. This mm -hmm. is very important. Sag, uh, Sagaftra uh, is the, the most, um, I mean, um, protective. Yeah, they, they, they protect us um, all the time. Sag talents, so actors. I mean, um, um, uh, the residuals are. I think at this point we're uh, one of the uh, most important uh, aspects. Right. So Screen Actors Guild, obviously it's the union, right, that oversees, you know, your incredible uh, arena of actors and actresses out right there. And they've been around since 1933, and, and they got founded largely because these actors and actresses were being abused, right, by the studios and whatnot. And they didn't even know what a residual was back in that era. But now you do. But let me ask you a question, Havanas. Obviously, you are a very top-flight star in Hollywood, but there's a heck of a lot of supporting actors and actresses out there, right? And I'm hearing that they're driving Ubers, right? They're out there having to get jobs and things like that. And of course, now Hollywood's coming back, right? But is it the same Hollywood as you remember now almost 16 months ago? 
Oh, yes. I think so. Uh, yeah, but uh, I mean, technically, yes. But um, some of us, I mean, the actors, some of them may be a little bit disappointed or a little bit um, sad, maybe less motivated. Some of us, but not all of us. So um, uh, we believe that everything will be great. We, we are going to open everything, I think, I believe. So... Um, I don't want to be pessimistic because uh, if once I became pessimist person, I'm not going to be able to do anything, to create anything, because creativity is straightly connected to the positive uh, mood and wishes, and you know, this is this is crucial. We have to well, it's the lifeblood of who you are, hope. right? That that's what makes you the actor that you are. Okay. Some of the changes that have occurred in the Hollywood space, though, during this time, is the fact that a lot of production companies got swallowed up. Okay, by very very large uh, entities, especially a lot of the Chinese, you know, came in and swallowed up uh, quite a few production companies. And then the other thing is, you had Regal, right, which is two thousand eight hundred movie screens across the United States declare bankruptcy, okay? So, I mean, it's one thing, you know, to come back after the pandemic, the production costs obviously have to be a major consideration with the studios and whatnot of coming back up to speed. But the bottom line here is if Regal goes down, are you going to be appearing on Netflix? Uh, Maybe. Um, I know that's the one of the ways. But I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And nobody knows. I'm going to be honest. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Uh, we didn't expect pandemic. Nobody, like two years ago when someone, if someone said, you know what's going to happen, everyone will wear the masks and everything would, will be locked down, etc. Who, who would believe no one, because, uh, yeah, the life is um, giving us some um, yes. surprises. Ovadis, I couldn't possibly imagine you in a masterful kissing scene with some leading lady with two masks on. I mean, it just doesn't get it. You know what I mean? It just doesn't get it. Anyway, along these lines with SAG, okay, and I think it's really and I important. actually did. <laughs> did you oh my goodness i gotta get a copy of that anyway no, no, no. <laughs> along these lines of sag and looking at it from the aspect of the industry there's a lot of independent film companies out there right and there's an old saying called temptation right and of course if you're at the bottom of yourself and your life financially i'm sure there's been a lot of these temptations coming into the hollywood space from these independent filmmakers basically maybe saying ah they're not going to be looking over your shoulder. We could get you over here and do a production, put money in your coffers, you know, and when, you know, Hollywood comes back up, you'll still be a SAG actor. That would be the biggest oh. mistake in the world if SAG found that out. Would it not? Hold on us. Mm. Okay. I know this. Um, recently, sag uh, much more simplified the way to become a SAG project, to, take the, to, 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 to be able to make your even ultra-low budget or student film or short one, whatever you do, they, they simplified the way. Uh, 
and they're uh, encouraging more young people to to become sag to, to 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 be able to do sag work and the, I, I can't say the exact amount, but it's a couple hundred dollars just. You pay and you get that permission. You, as a young, um, I mean, filmmaker, uh, will be able to use uh, SAG actor in your project. You don't have to be a large production company for that. Mm -hmm. so they change a lot of rules and they're encouraging people. Mm -hmm. So... Um, which also gives SAG actors more work, even though it's, a, as I said, ultra low budget. It's, this, is, this is very important. And uh, sometimes um, um, I, they ask me, I mean, my, my, my friends or sometimes um, some young, some students, they ask me, should I uh, join the SAG-AFTRA, join SAG-AFTRA, etc., or it's early to me? I always say, no, it's not early. It's never early. You have to go to the professional field. This is the professional field. They feel you. They, 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 they uh, how can I say, they, um, um, they give you the chance to feel yourself professional actor. You're protected. You yep. know your rights. See, Obanis, it sounds important. to me like you are a big believer in the Screen Actors Guild, and I'm so really thankful for you getting that copy out there today to get that encouragement out there. Listen, we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Hellring, live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by California Senior Guide Magazine. You can find them at CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. I'm going to be out live in Long Beach on the 4th of December at the Western uh, uh, Hotel out there in Long Beach with California Senior Guide and the Golden Seniors 50+. plus. Uh, this is a follow-up to the live event we just did in Anaheim on the 12th of November. So you need to get out there. If you're a senior, or you're a business owner, you need to get out there and mix it up with California Senior Guide because they happen to be the biggest magazine in the senior community, and you need to find out how to get access to that community. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to be right back with Hovannis, Baba Kanyan, and now a producer-director known as Basil Moore joining us here after two and two of my advertisers. We're going to be right back with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P.com. We're always 
always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, welcome back. You're live with Frank Hellring on Business Buzz. We're now joined by a producer and director by the name of Basil Moore. Basil Moore is a motion picture technology consultant. He's a film director, a screenplay writer, a film editor, a sound engineer, classically trained film composer, conductor, and a music producer. Basil Moore has worked with Oscar winners such as Julian Fellows, Joseph Yannis, Ken Russell, Tom and Catherine Bailey, Clyde Brill, Steve Winwood, Ilya Salkind, and Richard Harris. An unforgettable experience with director Ken Russell on a satirical dramatization motion picture of the life of Ewer Geller stirred Basil towards a niche in the art of film scoring. Exploration thus led Basil Moore from a straight-ended documentary stylings to the apocalyptic ventures of feature filmmaking. To perfect style and explore the limits of avant-garde asceticism, Moore undertook over 50 TV commercials in a five-year period, and by the time he launched into his young Alexander the Great, Basil had produced over 100 projects. His work is provocative and enticing, just the mix of the industry that has been missing. Out of his childhood years and the obsession with cosmology, Basil has written a powerful action drama film about Albert Einstein out of the extensive scientific research on Einstein. Basil was inspired to create a kind of a continuation of his previous work embodied in a new film currently named Planet Geisel, a powerful and intriguing vision that has inspired the producer of Superman film franchises, Mr. Ilya Salkine, and the producer of Lethal Lethal Weapon film franchise, Mr. Steve Perry. Hey, Basil Moore, been on my show before. Welcome to Business Buzz. How you doing, man? How you doing, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be on the show again. Frank, uh, I'm here to help as much as I can. I'm uh, always... um, in for a, a good treat with you guys. 
Go Basil, it. it is so great to have you on the show. And you and I touched on this subject the last time you were with me about the issue with SAG, which I know you had a very deep concern over. So let's pick it up there because uh, that's exactly what the show's about. Yeah, let's go for it. Um, where, where do you want to start? Well, basically what you've experienced from a production director side of the spectrum, we heard what Hovannis went through, right? What have you gone through during this incredible thing called COVID-19? Well, um, I am just like as many producers in Hollywood, big and small, famous and not so famous, trying to connect with uh, various actors, uh, A-listers, A-minus listers, um, and various other levels. And, And there isn't really much difference anymore in as far as the difficulty of attaching actors and the difficulty of getting productions on the road. The problem is that now actors are at the mercy of the production's luck. Uh, If someone is tested positive on the set, the the production has to be shut down and the actor is obligated to swallow the uh, delays. Um, And of course that, uh, has concerns uh, about the uh, various other pre- productions that they have later. Um, so, for example, if you've scheduled three back-to-back productions with a week in between, then you could end up having to spill on the schedule of the, the following productions if you're uh, uh, subjected to uh, COVID closures on uh, on productions like that. So, uh, this is also uh, causing the agents not to be able to schedule uh, their own clients, their own actors, with uh, future productions accurately. Even if you have a $100 million movie and you're trying to um, commit an actor to a specific production, it won't be able, uh, you, you won't be able to lock that down unless the, the actor is literally completely free of all productions uh, otherwise, if he's on a production, there is no way of knowing whether that production is going to be delayed or not. You, you will take the risk. And if, you have, if you're the investor of a $100 million movie, you're not going to want to take any risk at all if the actor is going to be subjected to a COVID closure or not. So this is part of the um, madness of what's happening right now. My goodness, Basil. I mean, you know, Havana's hit that on the first segment where he used that word uncertainty, right? You seem to be operating within that arena. Mike, that's got to be uncomfortable uh, from a production standpoint of view. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's very um, disruptive to the business. So a lot of production companies have actually gone bankrupt uh, literally because of their productions having been not such a, uh, an elite production company uh, or like they weren't working on a 50 or $100 million film and suddenly – uh, they were given the uh, back seat or they were given the second rate um, uh, and they were treated by the Hollywood agents or the actor as a second rate and a non-priority, a, a non like a top priority. So then a lot of small production companies have lost the, the, their productions because, as you know, once you've attached an A-list actor, um, that is actually the reason why you would get the funding. And if you... Um, had funding committed to your production and you and you lose your actor you lose your funding so if you do that on two or three productions per six months you basically go bankrupt as a production company 
Yeah, and you've got like a bridge financing type arrangement, right, on most of these film projects, right, before it actually gets to production uh, standpoint. Yeah. And a lot of those dollars have to be paid back once it gets to that juncture, right? So I Correct. can imagine what happens in that frame and the fact that if you lose that A-lister, holy cow, you haven't just lost a bridge financer, you've lost the production guy that's going to pick it up at the end. Correct. That's, that's, that's a killer. Right. Yeah, that's a killer. Uh, I mean, there are various uh, solutions that the production companies are working on, uh, but they're pretty flimsy. They're still in the experimental stage. They're not really uh, the kind of um, uh, solutions that you would say um, they deal with the problem from its roots. Right. It's, it's kind of a Band-Aid, uh, which, you know, you get COVID production insurance, so you really have to get the, um, uh, the, the production going first with smaller actors. Yeah. Basil, I entitled this show for some reason, SAG uh, Performers. I, I, you hope, and you hope for the best, really. Yeah. You hope for things to go the right way. Yeah. Uh, and then if something goes wrong, then the insurance will pay or compensate the production for the delay. Good old insurance companies, right, Basil? <laughs> I used to be in that game for 20 years. Basil, in the SAG realm, right? I'm sure, as I was talking with Hovannis on the first segment, there's been that temptation, right, for these independent film companies to come along and kind of tweak you away, right, with dollars and cents. Have you seen that happening in Hollywood? Um, it kind of is happening already, but uh, it's just a different format, Um like let's let's parallel it a little bit. Just describe to me a couple of examples for uh, businesses that use that method. Well, you would have an independent filmmaker, right? And whether they got an A-lister actor or actress, or maybe a supporting actress or something along that line, they need that slot to fill, right, in their production. And they come along and basically say, "Hey, listen, you know, we're doing this film over in Bohemia or something like that, way off campus, anywhere near, nowhere near Los Angeles." And, uh, you know, we'll pay you 25,000 bucks for your time. And that's strong temptation. If you're looking at the bottom of your bank account and it says zero. Um, yeah, I mean, it's um, there, there are tax incentives and grants that are being offered by various um, uh, states and countries in the world. Canada is one of them, for example, or, or United Kingdom or and some of the Eastern uh, European countries, but uh, they require uh, a significant amount of commitments, uh, again, from the actors. And so the Screen Actors Guild plays a huge role into making things like that happen. I think they're going to have to come up with a regulation method that would, uh, would prevent actors from being uh, subjected to COVID closures like that, so that they would, like, say, for example, if you if you're an actor and you experience a COVID closure for a week or a month, you should be allowed to go on another production, especially if it's not your fault that the production was shut down. It was somebody else's uh, positive uh, COVID testing uh, that, that closed the, uh, the production. And you, as an actor, you should be allowed to jump on another production uh, while uh, your previous production is um, uh, in the process of recommencing. Um, for example, Tom Cruise, you know, and, and I don't know if you heard, but the, the Bond film, No Time to Die, was closed down for almost a year. Um, that's insane. I mean, that's a, oh. that's a production nightmare right there. 
Oh, my goodness. So you're saying that there needs to be a speed bump, if you will, provision in the Screen Actor Guild's contract that allows a little bit of, uh, you know, escape clause, if you will, uh, to where the actor doesn't get boxed. Yeah, and then because... You see, production companies or producers, when they're negotiating with this, with unions, they only think about themselves and they don't think about what happens if they were to tighten the, uh, the grip on the unions. Um, and we've seen that so many times throughout the years. Like I'll give you an example. Um, when you tighten the grip on actors, you're actually tightening the, tightening the grip on actors participating with your own production company eventually. So it, it's, a, it's a mirror. Uh, what you do to the unions ends up affecting the very production company that you're negotiating on their behalf. So um, when you negotiate a contract with SAG as a producer, please keep in mind, guys, that these guys are human beings that are going to be working with you later. And they're going to want your production company to be as flexible. You still there, Basil? Cut off in mid-sentence, unfortunately. <laughs> there he is. Okay. Sorry Are you there? No, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Heard, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was just saying that in order for someone to participate in the, in, in the producer's production, the one who's negotiating with SAG, as well as the production company that's uh, competing with that particular production, um, it is best to keep the actor's contract as flexible as possible so that they can go back and forth as long as the actor is committed to doing both productions. Now, Basil, you are like part of this Phoenix coming up out of the ashes in Hollywood, right? you got a major film uh, project that you're on right now. Tell us about it. Planet Glees is a, uh, a project that is a passion project that I've, I've been working on for a couple of years now since before the pandemic. And um, uh, I've got the Mr. Elias Salkind, the producer of Superman, and Mr. Steve Perry, the producer of the Lethal Weapon uh, Quadrology uh, involved, and various other uh, A-listers that we are currently, uh, if we're, not our, we're not at liberty, as you know, to talk about who they are until uh, we get the start of the production. Um, the, uh, the film is based on uh, the premise that there is a civilization out there in the universe that's uh, ethical and moral, a utopian civilization, in an obvious extraterrestrial utopian civilization. And one of the members of this uh, civilization comes down to Earth, literally, <laughs> um, and we witness as the audience how Earth is unethical in many ways. I mean, we think we know that we are unethical. We think we know the many ways that we are not perfect, but um, not if you see it from a point of view of utopia, that you will get to understand that um, uh, we preach peace, but we don't do anything about it because the, the largest industry in civilization in history is the weapons industry. And there's nothing, to, nothing bad to say about owning a gun. You, you can own all the guns in the world, but it's it, but it's the, the premise that we are preaching violence and destruction on the current um, movement right now, and all of the movies that are coming. 
Sounds to me like a pilgrimage from a very impacted planet called Earth reaching out to a little bit more of a, uh, shall we say, I don't want to say Shangri-La, but certainly a planet that's better well run, right? Correct, correct. So then, so without getting uh, political, because I'm, I'm not really a political person, I don't get into the politics, I don't think that I'm qualified. Um, I just, uh, I'm a human being living on earth and a simple life, and I'm trying to do my best to uh, really uh, have a philosophical debate, have people talk about uh, maybe things like, you know, maybe how we could eliminate violence or reduce violence in society. Um, violence it comes in many different shapes, as you know. There's passive violence, and there's physical violence, and there is financial violence. People harm each other um, tremendously. People, you know, many families get destroyed from vendettas and and revenge and all sorts of uh, rage. Um, so, the film tries to tackle um, the the how we could, as a society, face our own conflicts in civilization. Basil, I would say that I would say that's an incredibly timely film. Unfortunately, I got to move to a quick break here. We're going to take okay, a quick break. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Hellring live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. If you're a small business out there and you've paid taxes over the last three years, there's a tax credit out there called R&D Tax Credit. And my good friends, Ken DeBose and Ron Budd can go get that money for you course they're going to charge you a fee but you don't know about it anyway and let me tell you something if this are funds that you're entitled to the irs will give you back up to three years of the qualification of those taxes that you paid plus six percent compounded tax-free interest so you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875 that's 877-857-6875 and get back what you're entitled to well i'll tell you what i've been missing mixing it up with hovanas canyon and basil moore Two really incredible guys in that Hollywood space. I'm going to break here now for two and two, and we're going to be right back with more Hollywood and more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's letip.com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? 
If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, we're back live now on Business Watch. This is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my listening audience, to call in and be with me here live on the show and with my fabulous guests. So you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can be live on Business Watch right now. Well, I'll tell you what, Hovannis and Basil, Fabulous first two segments of the show. And I've got three watchwords on this segment, which are meet, collaborate, and grow. If I'm going to do business with somebody, my cardinal rules are in these three categories. If I meet somebody and I don't walk away liking that person, I ain't going to do business with them. We put that right aside. Really like you, Havanis. You know I like you, Basil. Then the second one is collaborate. And that's where we get into intellectual property, right? The essence, the moxie, the really incredible things that put a company together called intellectual property. And that happens to happen when these two connecting points come together and complement each other, right? And then last but not least, you've got grow, which right now, small business out there, they've had enough of EIDO payback loans, two rounds of 3P that have gone and vaporized. Now you got the ERTC that's going to go well by Biden on 1231-21. Crutch loans are not going to carry small business. It's got to return to profitability. And I know that's got to be near and dear to both your hearts. Am I right, Hovannis and Basil? Yes. Sure, absolutely. It's called make money, right? Yep, exactly. Hovannis and Basil, you know, Got an actor, got a producer. Could be there's a collaborative type of focus going on here, maybe. Absolutely. Here is the big difference in between employer and employee. Actors are employees. This is why I was hearing um, what he was saying about, uh, uh, Baza was uh, talking about uh, issues in production set and etc so yeah uh, here is the difference because i'm an employee i'm an actor and i don't know about many many issues many many problems that the producer knows 
Absolutely, Havanis. Now, Basil, let me ask you a question. You know, if I look at uh, the promo uh, photo for Havanis, I don't know. I have this thought of, you know, Flash Gordon, Emperor Ming. I think he would really play <laughs> that role very well. I have no idea what he'd be an alien in your film, but maybe somewhere down the road you could possibly use this guy. Uh, of course, of course. I mean, uh, Havanis is an amazing actor. I, he has an incredible background. He studied cinematography, understands filmmaking, he understands acting, he understands foreign acting, he understands American acting, he understands action acting. He's an incredible uh, human being as well, and he, he's a father. He, he's such a sensitive human being, so obviously uh, he's a candidate to, to play wonderful roles in the film industry, of course. Now, Basil, you have a side of you, which we didn't really talk about in the show, and I think it's important. You've got a technology, do you not, in your bailiwick that's going to help production costs in Hollywood and help them come back? Yes. I mean, there are uh, various technologies out there that are trying to do that. Um, as you know, when film uh, was shot on film, on celluloid, a uh, few years back, uh, the cost of converting that into a projectable uh, format was humongous. In order to distribute a film, you would have to make thousands and thousands of celluloid prints and distribute it around the world to all the cinemas. If you, if you have a major distribution deal, say for 3,000 or 5,000 domestic cinemas, you would have had to print 3,000 or 5,000 celluloid prints, which cost a lot of money probably about <clears throat> something like $2,000 per print. You do the math. Now, uh, we uh, had uh, converted from film, we veered away from that distribution method to digital methods. And we can just literally send uh, computer files to all the cinemas around the world virtually with, uh, without any cost at all. Maybe just the cost of the, your internet connection. Um, now, similarly, something is happening in the actual physical production of motion picture where cameras which capture every picture that they take onto a two-dimensional sensor. Now, these cameras are no longer important or necessary because they, they have – it's an archaic way of capturing uh, the performance of an actor because you're, you are completely relying on the reflection of light off of objects, off of actors, off, off of their performance. It goes through a lens which is made out of glass, which impedes the light and it reduces the quality of the capture and then it goes on to a 2D sensor. So all that can be done with now and you can have a three-dimensional motion sensor technology that will capture whatever the actor's performance in real time at an infinite resolution and you could later make a decision of where to put the camera, what to dress the actors, and what to do with the makeup and the hair and the background and the decoration. You can just capture the performance and worry about all that later. That's the technology. That is amazing, Basil. Now, what is that going to cut operational costs or film production costs in Hollywood by going that route? Well, instead of having a movie that's costing $150,000 of production value a day, this would be costing something around $50,000 a day or and eventually when the, when the uh, technology is much more available and miniaturized and, and it gets smaller and smaller, just like we've seen with the cameras, 
Um, you know, the size of digital cameras at the beginning of the 2000s was completely incomparable to the size of the cameras that we have today. So similarly, when the scanners and the computers and the, the processing power is cheaper uh, in about five or 10 years from now, we will be able to make movies virtually in your living room. You, you, you'll, you, can, make a, you can make Iron Man or a Thor level of visual effects in your living room. You know, that, that bursts a question to me. Are you familiar with the 7D technology that's filtering around out there, Basil? You know, where all of a sudden, you know, you're sitting in the middle of a stadium and a huge blue whale jumps out of the middle of the stadium and it looks like absolutely reality, right? All like a, Not necessarily a hologram, but even beyond that. Is that type of technology now going to be employed in Hollywood? Yes, and there are actually... Uh, various companies that are in talks with AMC to repurchase and revamp AMC theaters because you know they went bankrupt various times over the over COVID and before COVID and when Wanda Group in China acquired them and then Wanda had financial troubles and whatever. Yeah, Hovannis. Yes, I got a question for you from an actor standpoint of view. Um, I was actually in a, in a film called uh, Ride the Thunder. I was in five scenes as a background actor. And the one thing that I noticed, I mean, I do a lot of public speaking. I mean, there's, I don't get stage fright. But when I was watching that lead actor stare and have his nose about a half an inch from the front of that camera, to me, that would take some doing. How long did it take you to play to the lens? Huh. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I don't really remember the time, but um, uh, from from project to project, you feel that you uh, are growing as an actor and get better and have more confidence. And yeah, it, it comes from the time. So it's you, you never know how long it takes. Um, some of my friends, some of my colleagues, they still have that fear of camera, the lens. Uh, some of them, uh, but fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know. <laughs> well, Hovannis, if I have to do that with Basil's film, okay, you got any tips not to get camera fright? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, no, I don't think, I, I don't think about that uh, during the work. I'm uh, trying to be maximum concentrated on my on my character, on my work, and what I'm doing at that particular moment. This is very important uh, because things like that might take you off of the mood, which is scary. As you said, the lens is huge, and it takes literally everything. Lens is very sensitive. It takes all your... Um, all the inner feelings and your emotions and what 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 you feel in deep down, it shows. Here is the crucial part of the movie, and you as an actor supposed to keep that um, that honesty and concentration and everything. So uh, things like that, like fear or something like that, or do some breathing exercises right before. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can Maybe equate it to. Do, I'm not ignoring, but this is, uh, this, this is going to take you off of the mood. Yeah. The only thing I can equate it to, I used to be in sports, right? I used to be a pitcher, right? And I was always told by my coach, it doesn't matter 
if there's 50,000 fans in the seats, the only person you're pitching to is the catcher behind the plate, right? So the only other person that exists in that whole world is that catcher's mitt I'm looking at you know, from 55 feet away. And, and, and I, I kind of look at it that way. Basil, let me ask you a question. You're a producer, director. Hollywood's coming up out of this pandemic. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of jockeying for position, you know, for productions and movies and things like that. How do you see Hollywood, say, over the next year transitioning out of this pandemic? It's already transitioned. Um, They're just integrated all the COVID regulations into their productions. They've added the COVID regulations into their budgets. They added the COVID regulations into the union rules. Um, it's already implementing all the necessary um, uh, adaptability for the next phase. Uh, but what we're going to see, um, I don't know if you know, but when during the, the lockdown, a lot of the actors and the crews, that they, they came from Ohio and Iowa and Montana down to Los Angeles to, for, for jobs. They moved out during 2020. Uh, now we're going to find an, an entire surge to places like Canada, you know, Toronto as a film city or uh, Chicago or Atlanta, Georgia is becoming an, an up and up new Hollywood in the United States. Atlanta, Georgia is becoming huge now. A lot of the crews, a lot of the actors are actually moving down there. Um, we're going to find that there is a decentralization of Hollywood. It's not going to be, I mean, we've always looked at Hollywood as the center of the film industry, but now Hollywood is maybe part of the film industry. I don't know for how long, for how long it's going to remain that way, but the, the companies are completely decentralized. So this is what's going to happen. It's, it's global decentralization of the film industry. That's going to be very, very interesting. That's going to be a shakeout, you know. That, that, that happens in corporate America. Obviously, it's going to happen in Hollywood. You know, in the time remaining that we have, Havanas, do me a favor. Give your contact information out there. You don't know there's a producer or director listening to the show right now. Go ahead. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my, my website is www.havanasbabakanyan.com. That's my website. Uh, I think that's the best way to contact me. And uh, so, should I keep private my phone number or not? <laughs> it's up to you, Hobanas. Uh, Hobanas, I no, I, I would advise against uh, putting your phone number on the air. But uh, Hobanas, the yeah. website is fantastic. If you have an email address that, out there, I would recommend. I have you everything there. Email address and yeah. email. yes, yes, fantastic. What's fantastic. your email, Hobanas? hbabakanyan at yahoo.com that's my professional email very good basil would you mind doing the same hey you don't know whether there's money out there listening possibly you may want to come alongside and do another movie with you absolutely guys if, if, you, if you're listening to this go to www.planetglees which is spelled g-l-i-e-s-e dot com and donate what you can to the film the, this film is incredible it's uh, not like any Hollywood movie that you've ever seen in your life, this is a movie that will solve our complex, will show kids and the youths and the teens how to solve conflicts without resorting to, to uh, physical violence. Um, and please, uh, if you have any uh, uh, reason to contact me, feel free to contact me on info at planetglees.com. Outstanding. Listen, we got a minute to go on the show. Basil, thanks so much for taking the time to be with me today. Really a pleasure to have you with me. Hovannis, always, man. 
You are always working on, on this show, and I can't wait to see your next film production. Thank you so much, Basil and Hovannis. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Frank. You betcha. You bet. And my audience, thank you for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll-free at 877-3-NOWBUZ or simply go to my show host website at businessbuzz, spelled dot com and get in touch with us today. Well, I'll tell you what, I got a great show coming up next week. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. You're going to need to tune in to find out. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in, week out. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.